Good morning, everybody. So last week we saw the discussion of Shemar Echai's position that Atem Krim Adam, Veinu Mosel Krim Adam. You're called man, you're called Adam, but the non-Jews are not called Adam. And they asked the famous fundamental question, which is really, Jesus already asked in literally 10 places in Shas, what are you talking about? How could you say that we're not, that the non-Jews are not called men? You have so many times that it seems that they're called men. So Jesus answered, very famous answer from Ben Tam, that there's a difference between the word Adam and Ha'adam. Ha'adam is a reference to mankind, Jews and non-Jews, but Adam is specific just to Jews. So when he uses the term Adam just for Jews, when he uses the term Ha'adam, Jews and non-Jews. He spoke about the Chassam Serp, that he said that Adam is referenced to more the panemias of a person. That was part of a larger conversation that he had about autopsies and the like. I can get into that again. But he said that Adam refers to the panemias of a person, and a Jew has a very deep panemias. Adam refers to the externalities, like the physicality, the materiality of a person. Therefore, it refers to anything within the, the sewer of a person, which, of course, non-Jews are as well. That was the basic approach of Tyson. The problem was that Tyson didn't deal with all the psukim. Or time didn't deal with all the, all the different psukim that, that there are. We used one pasuk. We learned pieces about Yaina. Over there, the pasuk says that Yaina was very upset that he had mercy on the Kikayim, but he was not having mercy on the people of Nineveh. Hashem wants to tell him, what are you doing? You have this, your chasta on the Kikayim, but Nineveh, which is Shneim Esrim Rebai Adam, there's so many people that you have no Rachmanas on. But it calls all the people of Nineveh Adam. It calls all the people of Nineveh Adam. That seems to be a bomb kasha against Rabbi Tam. Um, and then there are many other psukim where the word Adam is used, which that wouldn't seem to be only referring to Jews. So on this, Tesis asks many other places, Tesis and Yavam, like I said, this Tesis appears in many different places. Tesis says, but there's so many other psukim. For example, the Pasuk says, that that um, one example, the Pasuk says that um, Pasuk says morning. Um, we use here Rabbeinu Mishon. Rabbeinu Mishon says that uh, the, the Pesukim say like this. Pasuk says that Adam One says by by Tsaras, they're gonna have in a few weeks. Adam Who's that talking about? Is that talking about a guy? I'm sorry, is that talking about, about Jews? Because it says Adam. Why didn't it say Jews? Why are you saying Adam? It would fit with Tasis' idea that it says Adam, but if Adam was if it's only reference to Jews, why was it necessary to say specifically Adam? Or for example, um, the Pasuk says, um, Hashamayim Shamayim Lashem, the Arts Nasan Livne Adam. It means that the world was given only for what? Jews? I mean, some Jews may say such a thing. But is that the Pshat? Hashamayim Shamayim Lashem, Arts Nasan Livne Adam, that the world is only given to the Jewish people? There's a lot of other people in the world, way more of them than there are of us. So how could you say that the thing is only a reference to the Jews? 
Or for example, we, we talked about um, we talked about a number of these psukim. The Rabbeinu Mishlom wants to answer that he thinks that maybe the vart is, is not so much not so much a vart in Adam, Adam, like the Rabbeinu Tam wants to make it out, but rather Adam is a vart in what's it coming for? What will be the synonym here that this Adam is replacing? If Adam is here to replace the word Yisrael, maybe there's a reason why the Torah is using such a kinoi, why the Torah is using such a nickname instead of using the actual name. What might it be? It might be it's because it's a bad thing. Taras is a bad thing. You want to say, Adam Kiyomus Bo'el. Yeah, he could have said Jews who are dying in the oil. But we don't want to talk about Jews dying. So therefore say Adam. Sometimes we heard Adam is a kinoi. It's a kinoi. When you say Adam with the idea, it's a reference to all of mankind. When you say Adam, maybe what we're trying to do is take away the sting that it would seem to be if it's a reference to Jews. So therefore, it's a different approach to Rabbeinu Tam. It's not to say that Goyim are not Bechlal Adam. Of course they are. But sometimes we're using the term Adam only as a reference to Jews. Why? Because we don't want to say something negative. A Jew is having Tzaras, a Jew is dying, a Jew is this. So we say, man. The, the, the um, Rabbeinu Meshulam gives that proof. If you look in Tarshas Hisavim, Right before the Teichel, we talk about the dividing of the tribes. They're going to stand Har Grizim and Har Evo. They're going to be blessings and curses. And the public tells us over there, Eilu Yamdu Levarichas Om Al Har Grizim, right? And then it says Eilu Yamdu Akol Al Har Evo. It doesn't say Ha'am. Says Ben Rishon, that's the reason, because we don't want to say that the the Am is getting cursed. For brachas, we talk about the nation, but for kolos, we don't talk about the nation. So therefore, we elide the term. We don't mention it. We don't mention am. We have a similar idea with in chazal, right? Everyone heard of the term lashon saginar, right? We talk about the people who are out. We talk about the people that were anyway, okay. I'll make this um. Okay. Adding to the share now, okay. Let's figure it out. No. Anyone have a suggestion? We shouldn't do it. I don't know. Sometimes it's easier. Yeah, when there's when there's more people, I, I see it. I, I see it on the thing. Oh, here it is. There you go. Oh, okay. There we go. Um, all right, so right, so that's the Rabbeinu Mishlom's answer, a little bit different than Rabbeinu Tam's answer, right? The idea is that it says Adam as a reference to Jews when it's being used as a kinoi to not refer to the negative things that would be happening to Jews, so therefore we use a kinoi Adam. But but Rabbeinu Tam's answer is it's a there's something fundamental, right? Ha Adam is a reference to everybody, Adam. Just regular term of man, man is the Jew. So I'm sorry. Huh? Where it says Hadam, it's referring to everybody. No, Hadam refers to all of man. Right? Yeah. Uh, we're we're going to, we're, we're not this week, but we're going to have maybe next week, 
We're going to do the fundamental question on this on the on Rabbeinu Tam. What's the fundamental question on Rabbeinu Tam? Preview now. Is a guy who learns Torah. Is a guy allowed to learn Torah? Anybody know this offhand? Is a guy chayiv misa when he learns Torah? And yet there is a Gemara that tells us in a few different places in Shas, Tanedrin, Balakama, Kriyas, uh, a middle number of places. The Gemara tells us that. That a guy who studies Torah is kain gadol. That a guy who studies Torah is like a kain gadol. What do you mean, he's like a kain gadol? Yeah, he's like a kain gadol. And we learned that out. That he's like a kain gadol. Why? Because the pasuk tells us. The pasuk tells us um, that um, the pasuk tells us that what do you call? Asher yasa oisim ha'adam v'chay b'hem. Says ha'adam. And don't say Kahanim Labiyam Yisraelim. We normally want to say that a guy is not allowed to learn Torah. And yet we have a pasuk that says Ha'adam, according to Ben Tam, should include everybody. In fact, there are some positions that it does. We'll get to that. Um, yeah, but there are many other pasukim. For example, you asked, what about other pasukim that are rias? You know, for these kind of, for this for these questions. So, for example, Tesis in Babakama Lamaches, Tesis says, um, for example, we have a pasuk. So what does it mean over there? So there it's a reference the word Adam and it's referring to to uh, to, to to non-Jews. Is that is that the the understanding? You see that they're called Adam, not like what? Not like a town, right? You're saying Adam, it must be not like a town. Says Taisa, that's not a problem. Because what's the reason? Because Dava Khalish Nalad Me Adam. But Tom, I hear something negative. But Tom has something bad. Whereas Taisa in different places it means me'edaim. Like that, that's the idea. Like that's the reference. Or another Pasigabe Khirum, it says, Ata Adam Veloy El. It says Khirum, you're you're a man, not God. What do you mean? I thought Adam is only for Jews. How do you call Khirma an Adam? Again, the answer that Taisa says in a few different places. Is that it's a negative? They're, they're bashing him. They're saying you're you're not impressive, Chiram. You think you're so great. You're not so great. So we're taking him down so we can call him an Adam. When this is a third approach within Tesis that Tesis builds out. Number one, we have the answer being a Tam Adam Adam. Two, we have the answer being a Meshulam. That's a Kinoi for negative things to happen to the Jews. That's we use the term Adam. Three, that there's a difference between. Adam, when you're when you're using it to buff someone up, to pick them up or knock them down. If you're using it to knock them down, then of course you can refer to a non-Jew as an Adam because you're not doing it as a compliment. It's an insult. So as an insult, as a lowering down a rung, taking down a level, that's okay. That's what we saw last week, the three different answers in the Malayat Teisvis to explain this uh, plethora of psukim that would seem to Challenge the notion of Atem Kriyam Adam, Ve'ein Umma Yisraelam Kriyam Adam. Okay, so where does that leave us? If if they are not called Adam, what does that practically mean? What is the impact of that? How do we see that actually play itself out in in Halakha? So, I thought to to say over here, Gemara Nida, Gemara Nida Lamadal tells us like this. The Gemara says 
that an Averdes Kechavim Shepolta Shechazer Mishrael Tmea. An Averdes Kechavim who's Pilot Shechazer from Yisrael is Tmea. What is Tmea here going on? It's obviously not going on the Averdes Kechavim. As a non Jewish person, there's no concept of Tumatara. So who is it going on? What's it going on? It's going on the Shechazer itself. So she's Pilot Shechazer from Yisrael that Shechazer is Matama. And a Basisrol is Pilot as Shefazar from Israel, that Shefazar is Torah. Says Rashi. Why is it Tamea? If she's Pilot as um, uh, the Naju, the Avedis Kechavim, is Pilot as Shefazar from Israel, says Rashi. Tamea Shefazar, Abu Bavedis Kechavim, Loy Shaikh Batumwa. But obviously, by the Averis Kechavim herself, it's not Shaya. Tum Vitaira, says Rashi, why? Kibbehema da Alma. No translation needed. Right? It's no need to explain why we're referring to the Shifa Zara. Because obviously, there's no concept of Tum Vitaira by an Andrew. I could have said it at that. That's not Rashi said. Rashi says Kibbehema da Alma. Where did Rashi get that from? Right? The idea that, as we saw, Shulachem Poyim Achamor. What do we say? What does Chazal tell us? Am Hadderim Lachamor. With the idea of Kibayim Alma, which doesn't have either concept of, of, of this tomb of Atara, is in effect, Giboyed on the same notion of how you see, in this case, the other, in this case, the non Jew. Lest you think that this is a one-off, we're going to run through today a number of understandings that go in this way. And then you have to bear with us because in a couple weeks we'll come back and show the other side of this equation. Digmar tells us in Babas, in the beginning of Babas, in the tells us that says to his students, what does it mean in the Pasik Tzedaka to Raimim Goy, The Pasik tells us in Mishlei that Tzedaka, giving, doing charity, charitable deeds, is to Raimim Goy, it like lifts up the Goy, and the good deeds of the nations are like a sin. What does it mean? It's a weird Pasik. What is he talking about? So <laughs> Mark gives a lot of answers that Rabbi Yechon and Zakai students gave him. The first one to answer Blazer, Blazerman Horkin is. And he says, What do you mean to Rotelakik Tereimim Goy? Goy is the reference to the Jewish people. I mean, it says Goy. Yeah, but me, Ka'amcha Yisrael, Goy Echad Baaret. Says Blazer, you know what it means, Goy? It's a, it's, a, it's a reference to the Jewish people. So Tzedakah Tereimim Goy. Tzedakah lifts up the Jewish people. The Chesed Lum Chatas. Who's that a reference? Reference to the non-Jews. When they do chesed, it's a chatas. Why? Because they're only doing chesed to get themselves great, to make themselves big stuff. It almost reminds one, right? So in other words, what do we have here in this country in America, right? We have what's called a welfare state. And the welfare state of America is not a welfare state like in Europe. What's a welfare state in America? Welfare state in America is if you apply for Section 8, for housing, you can get basic. 
But it's not a welfare state in the way, let's say, that Europe is a welfare state, right? If you look at throughout Western Europe, the Nordic countries, it's very much a welfare state. From cradle to grave, they try to make people's lives better. They try to lower down wealth inequality. They try to ensure that everybody has something. No matter what they do, no matter where they live, what station they come from, they try to lift up all the people of their country. Is this the most amazing thing that we've seen in human history? If you ask me, I'd say, yeah, it's pretty amazing. We're fighting in America about how much welfare to give. Do you understand that for a thousand years, thousands of years, there were children, beggars, begging on the streets for food, for handouts, to live. Everybody walked around in tatters. The question was, how tattered? We're not talking about not having toilet paper. Like, even the kings didn't have toilet paper. Not Charmin, no toilet paper. Right? What we're talking about is that for thousands of years, people literally didn't have, on the lower end of the spectrum, what to, to get on by. People were in dire straits, dire poverty. The world has gotten rid of that in the Western world. I'm not talking about in Africa, I'm not talking about in certain places in the world. But in the Western world, they managed to get rid of it. They managed to lift up a whole society outside of poverty. And to take care of the weakest link in society, isn't that amazing? Says Rabbi Elezer ben Horkin is. No, they did it as God, but they did it to make themselves great. That's what it means, chesed So you know what this reminds one of? Reminds one of the Gemara in Shabbos on Lam. The Gemara tells us there in Shabbos that they were talking about the Romans. If you remember, they were talking about the Romans. you remember that Gemara? And who was there talking about the Romans? Who the Gemara gives us three different characters who were there, right? Three different Tanam who were there. Right? And there was right, all students of Rabbi Akiva. The context of the Gemara is very fascinating because, of course, Rabbi Akiva was a big militant against the Romans. Right, He was one who was a supporter of Bar Kaychwa. Right? Dash in the Pasuk of Shami tells us of Darach Kaychav Miyakayv. Right? As who? Darach, right? Kaychav was who? Bar Kaychiva. Right? Bar Kaychiva was thought of as the star that would save, come and save the Jewish people. And Rabbi Yechem and Torta is the one who told Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva, Asof Melchayayech, V'adayin, V'adayin Medavalev. You're going to have grass growing out of your cheeks, meaning you're going to be long dead, and Mashiach will still not have come. But Rabbi Akiva was killed by the Romans. He has students who are in decidedly different position as to whether or not the Romans are good or bad. Because there the Gemara is telling us that they're discussing the incredible actions of the Romans. Look what they built. Look at the civilization. They have aqueducts. We still see the aqueducts in Israel today. There are still aqueducts that work. For thousands of years, their roads are still working. Their buildings still, some of them at least, still work. Like amazing civilization. What is Rabbi Huda Bariloi? He's waxing on. What an amazing people these Romans, right? And Rabbi is not saying anything. And what's Rabbi Shimei saying? Like the Rebbe. What did the Rebbe say? The Romans are terrible. So what does he say? No, they made them. They made the. They made the markets right to the Hashem Zaynus and the Merkatzos to do all the Neom and the everything is done 
just to enable them to have more Zunos than just that. So what the Romans heard about it, and they see Rabbi Huda, oh, Rabbi Huda Ba'iloi, he's such an appreciation of it. He's so appreciative of the Romans and their civilization. He becomes known in Shas as what? The Rosh Havadabram. Right? He's the one who always gets to speak first. Yehuda comes first. He's the crown rabbi of the Romans. Moshe has to go hide in a cave for 12 years. Why? Because the Romans want to kill him. Because he's a... And he said, they're going to chase, they're going to try, because he had nothing to say. He was like sort of... I always find this Gemara as a parallel, you know, to the Medrash that tells us that by Hare, when he went on to the Eitzah, about what to do with the Jews, right? So he had the three advisors, right? Bill was like racing him, like, let's kill him, let's kill him, right? And and you have and you have um, uh, Yisroel who's like no no we should save it they're not bad like let's think about this let's take the time and so Yisroel has to kill and then who's the last one this ear and he keeps his mouth shut right and say that's why he gets all the punishments the terrible things because he kept the punishment but so the first mandama that we see is Rabbi Elizabeth Horganis and he says the Roman the the Goyim, not Romans any Chesed of any nation is a Chatos. It's just done to make themselves look great. And then the next man, the armor gets up. And he gets up there and he's speaking in front of Rabbi in front of Rabbi and Zakai. And he says like this, says the Gemara. Um, then Rabbi Shua, Rabbi Shua gets up. And Rabbi Shua says, Tzedakah to Rabbi Goy is of course it's going on the Jewish people. The Chesed Lum Chatas is of course going on the non-Jews. Why? Because why do they do Chesed? Shatimashech. You know why they do it? Now listen to the echo for today. It says Rabbi Shua ben Horkinus. I'm Rabbi Shua ben Chanina. Rabbi Shua says that you know why they are doing a chesed in these countries, why they're doing so nice to their to their citizens. In order, in order so that their kingdom should continue. Does that sound familiar? Have you ever heard of populism? Have you ever heard of certain political parties ensuring that before elections they try to increase certain handouts? This is duragor in every democracy. They're only doing chesed so that their rule should continue. This is the Buddha Rabbi Shua, which I hear as absolutely not only true in his day, but true today. It hasn't changed. If the street is happy, then the leaders are able to continue. When the street's not happy, they can overthrow the leader. Keep the street happy. How? Give them handouts. That's, again, it's not a vart in doing it for the right reasons. It's doing it in order to Then Rabbi Gamliel, he says, again, is of course the Yisrael. is who? They only do it in order to be, to be guided. They want to be able to say, you know, you know how it works in the in the country club set? It's very, very fascinating. If you ever hear these country club kind of people, then they're talking, they're talking about, oh, I went to that charitable event and this. Did you go to this UNRWA event? Did you go? And what do they do? It's a way of showing off. You're invited to this charitable society ball. This is a it's a big deal. Not everybody can get a seat. Lahasa, but they're doing it in order to make themselves great. So haughtiness. When they're meeting each other in country club, they could say, Look what I've done for the other. I'm a good guy. 
but not again for the right reasons. Therefore, again, chesed lum kapa. And over here we have a famous line of Rabbi Gamliel appears many places in Shas. Rabbi Gamliel says, Adayin tzorech l'moidoi. We still need the moidoi. Everybody familiar with the moidoi? The Gemara tells us who's the moidoi. The moidoi is Rabbi Lezer moidoi. You have to always remember, there's two Rabbi Lezers who are students of Rabbi Yechon and Zakhar. Rabbi Lezer ben Horkinez, Rabbi Lezer ben Horkinez, other students, also Rabbi Lezer. You always have to remember their, their surname, in this case, their father's name, to be able to keep them apart. The Gemara tells about the Madoi, he was an expert in Agatha. He was a big expert in Agatha Gemara. And the Yushami says about him that he was such a tzaddik. We talked a few weeks ago on Friday night about Torah Magna Umasla. That whether or not the Torah is able to save him, whether or not people can have a hetter to save that, because the Torah is Magna Umasla. I'm not getting into that now. The Tanjash point right now. But this Gemara in Yushami Taina seems to be a good proof. That was protecting the Jewish people. Right? One of the things that we pointed out was the Torah Magna was on yourself. Torah saves you. It doesn't save the country. It saves you. It's not about the Rabbanon. What does it have to do with the country? Rabbanon protected Beitar. He lived in Beitar. And every single day, the Yushami says, he would say, don't sit in Din today. Hashem, don't sit in Din today. Every single day, Shem didn't sit and didn't, and Beitar survived. You know, Beitar was, like Maureen Gittin tells us, right? And then history says, and in fact, this is true, Hadrian, I think, is not fair to save the Ujantai someone at the beginning. He was not. But he did not expect the pesky little Jewish people to be fighting him so much. The more they fought and the more they rebelled, the more he ended up bringing the might, the full weight. He ended up, right? bringing down these, these armies to come and mamish pillage and rape and destroy. The Gemara in the end of Tainus tells us that we have the Baruch of because there was blood in the streets of Betar for years and years after. He didn't have to use fertilizer in the area because the blood from all the people who were killed was so fecund. It was so, so much able to fertilize the land. But Betar was ultimately destroyed. Makarka was destroyed. Betar was destroyed. The last Hold out of the Jewish people. Why? The Mark gives the backstory. Abazim Adur is protecting the Jewish people. And every day he would say, And one day, and I should point out, he was also the uncle, the cousin, something connected to Bar Kerchma. Seems to have been his uncle. And one Yushami Tainas tells us that they were trying to figure out how to conquer Beitar. And they sent in like a like a spy. And to try to take down a Blazer Madoi. Because they understood that he's the protector of the Jewish people. They went over to him and they started talking to him about something. Blazer Madoi was all day davening. He was all day you know, begging Hashem to save Beitar. And the guy's like, what's bringing his ear? Blazer Madoi is not having any idea what the guy's talking about. He doesn't respond to the guy. He's busy in the Himmels trying to beseech Hashem to save Beitar. Says the Gemara that... The, they heard about it. They heard about what was going on. So they came, they, they grabbed this guy, the spy. He said, what's going on? And basically, they can't get any information out of him. He's like, oh, we're going to do, we're going to make a whole plan. Elizabeth is an old, emaciated rabbi. Yeah, it's not like Bar The Mark says Bar and his army, they were mamish so strong, they could be riding on a horse at full gallop and be ripping out Isaiah Levana. The Mark says they went to Elizabeth Madoi. And so what are you, what, what are you uh, planning? And then, and then they would know that they were planning something, right? Because who 
Who's a blessed Rabbi? Rabbi great Rabbi. Rabbi Yechelam Zakai. Rabbi Yechelam Zakai, what did he do when the Romans were coming initially to destroy the Beit HaMikdash before Beitar? What did Rabbi Yechelam Zakai do? The Morgan tells us. He dresses up right like he's dead. They put him in the coffin. They take him out in order to be able to make peace with the general at that time, right? With Vespasian. So they are concerned that maybe Rabbi is going to go be a turncoat and go to the other side and then make peace. The rabbis have a pension. They want to make peace. They're not interested in fighting in war. They want to learn Torah. So he asked Rabbi Lazarus, what did you do? What did you tell him? What is going on? He says, I don't know what you're talking about. This guy, I don't know. What do you don't know he was talking to? I have no idea. I'm busy down there. I don't know. Mark says the more I got angry and he kicked him. He killed him. The car was very strong. One kick. Boom. Lazarus Madoi was finished. And the Gemara says, Lazarus Madoi is not there anymore. Your protector is not there. That's the end of Beitan. Is this a Raya? The Torah Magnum Laszlo? No. What does it do with Torah? The Lazarus Madoi is protecting the Jewish people with his chus, with his davening. Yeah, it's Tefillah's Magnum Laszlo. For sure, what does it do with Torah? We're not mentioning Torah in that Gemara. We mentioned Tefillah. We mentioned he was saying, "I'll touch it, but then I yom. I'll touch it, but then I yom." He's diving Hashem. Certainly, Tefillah helps. Yeah. So, what did he say when he got when they got to him? I die in Tzrichim Madur. It's a line that Rambam says often, and we have to come on to the Agadic interpretation of Rabbi Lezer Madur. What does he add? Rabbi Lezer Madur says again, "Tzedakah Madur is a reference to the Jewish people and Chesed Lumim Chatos means Shein Ois and Ella Lecharif Oisano." You know what they do in Chesed? Make us look bad. Make us look bad. They do chesed with the idea that they, in fact, are the real Jews. By the way, it's not so, in fact, unheard of. When you walk around and you see the appropriate way that the smallest and the weakest and the, the, the most impoverished people are treated in the Western world, imagine you come. I don't think it exists like this by the Jewish people because Baruch Hashem, we take care of the elderly. They don't always have to. Obviously, many people are in a nursing home, but many times families try to take care. They try to come by. So I don't think you can compare exactly the same. But imagine if Hashem there wasn't some element of a welfare state in, in the state of Israel. Imagine if there wasn't such a caring for the elderly among the Jewish people. It would be the Chayef for some. It would be a challenge to the Jewish people. Look at what the people who do not have Torah and they managed to figure out that taking care of human beings is the highest calling of a person. And, and the Jewish people have the Torah don't understand that. When, when, when Rebbe says that the golden rules are after the Rafa from Rafa, when Hillel tells us, right, what you don't like, don't do to your friends. These are basic. We can't do it. And the rest of the world is able to do it. So that's what Rebbe Lezmadoy says. They're doing chesed in order to be They're doing it in order to make us look bad. So then we have the last answer with the Mukhrim and Akana. Mukhrim and Akana said, Sadaka to Ramim Goy, Mechesed Liyasurah. He wants to read it at putting a comma after after the, the in the passage a little bit different. Sadaka to Ramim Goy, Vechesed. Sadaka lifts up the Jewish people and Chesed. And what is the rest of the passage? The rest of the world. They are sinning. Okay. Right. Not a simple reading. I will tell you that the more simple reading is the Ramban. The Ramban is um, 
The Ramban is, uh, what do you call I think it's somewhat edifying on, on this point here. The, Rama, the Ramban says on the, in uh, Paris Kedoshim, in relation to, um, remember when, a, a, unfortunately, an a inter between brother and a sister, the Torah says chesed. You should kill them. It's a chesed. Chesed. It's a weird law. What do you mean chesed? The tangential plan can't get into it now. But the Rinu Hanano is brought down by the Ramban. They says, you know what it means? Chesed? He chesed lum chatos. Like our puzzle that we just had. Right? Tzedaka teroi mem goi. The chesed lum chatos. Says the Rinu Hanano that chesed is a lotion of kherpa. Chesed is a bad thing. To Daka to Raimim Goy, to Daka lift up the Goy, the Chesed, the Chesed here is a reference to Kherpa. The reference is something negative. That's why it's a Chatham. That's what Ben Hanan says. Ramban, I don't accept what Ben Hanan says. Lashon Tapukai, that's a pretty strong Lashon, right? Where do we know that Lashon Tapukai? Hidor tapuka is hemo, right? Bonum lehemo, but it's a negative thing about the Jewish people. It's overturned, backwards rule. Says Ramban, Kitsidaka vechesed niskar vepasak ahu. Look at the pasak carefully there, Mishra. Tzedaka tereimem goi vechesed lum chatas. Tzedaka and chesed are partners. They always go together. We're not talking about chesed as cher, but we're talking about tzedaka. Tzedaka vechesed are the way we refer to everything. Everything is tzedaka vechesed. So if you're putting it in one pasak, then it must be a what? Chesed is a good thing. What do you mean in Chesed Back to the question. Says the Ramban. These are the twins. Chesed and Tzedakah go together. Or Says the Ramban. Tzedakah lift up the guy. The non-Jews. The world. When they do it. And you know what it means that the chesed is chatas uh, for the nation when they don't do it. Tzedakah teraimim goy. Tzedakah lifts up the nation when they do tzedakah. The chesed leumim chatas, and the chesed is a chatas for the nations when they don't do chesed. Chesed for the nations is a chatas when they don't practice chesed. This is the approach of the Ramban, how he wants to explain it. In Sadaka Bachesed, it can lift up every nation and it could also be their downfall. How many nations do not practice Chesed? How many nations that exist in the world today that do not take care of their people, that kill their people, that don't feed their people, that don't have, care an iota? Except for the, what the ruler cares about for himself, they could not care about anyone else. This is what the Ramban is saying. The Dukkha Turemim go when they actually do it. The when they do not. Which I find very fascinating because the Ramban is very well aware of the Gemara Basra, and he's nevertheless offering an interpretation that rejects, if not explicitly, but implicitly. If you're walking around from that Gemara Basra right into this Ramban, you see that that's the rejection. The Ramban is willing to say that the guy, if they do chesed, the doctor guy, make the nation great. But chesed and chakas, when they do not do Does Rashi, their Babasra, that the doctor is about the Israel, the chesed and is about the non Jews. 
Says Rashi, what is the difference between, I'm um, going on the different various versions of the Gemara. Says Rashi, Yisrael, Daito Lashamayim, Ben Yechia, Ben Lo Yechia, In Mahar, Achamiras Hadin, Aval Akam, In Anais, Nelam Nas, Gain, Be'im, Lab, Mitzvare. The non-Jews, says Rashi, are not doing the chesed the way we're doing the chesed. When the Jewish people are doing the chesed, for their poor and for their downtrodden, it's not to get something. It's just because that's the right thing to do. It's just because that's what Hashem wants us to do. The rabbi very famously brings down that we have to do tzedakah of a chesed, even to the akum, even to the non-Jews, you have to do tzedakah of a chesed. You have to help take care of their old. You have to help take care of their sick. They're still human. We're going to get to the position of the Rambam later. But what Rashi is saying is that when the people of the nations are doing chesed, they're very often doing it for ulterior motives. That's what all the different modern women are trying to suggest, is that's their ulterior motives. I personally wouldn't impugn that. Again, you can use the Ramban as your source push back. But it is clear, certainly, that the Bad Rabbi Shua, that many times they're doing chesed, that's resoundingly true, and you hear it and you see it in today's day and age, that very often people are handing out to their constituents in order to be able to be voted back into office. All right. So what we have to move on is another Gemara here. The Gemara tells us, and that was the end of that. We finished the Maisa of Allah we connected to the Gemara Shabbat, but also similar things about impugning the motives of non-Jews why they took The Gemara tells us an amazing, I find this mission to be amazing, the mission of Sanhedrin. The mission tells us like this. So when when uh, when you're doing Dina and Fashis, when you're, when you're uh, talking to the Adam, so the mission tells us, Adam Nasin Mamman Mutskapur, Lloyd Dinan Adam Nasin Mamman Mutskapur, Lloyd Dinan Nefashis, Dhammai, Vidam Zerosa, Tulin Baatsefa Elam. So we say that when you are talking about the Adam, hate them, I'm not the Adam, how do you make them scared? I'll eat in a fashion. Like, what do you do to them? What do you say to these Adam? They come in, they give them Jushiv Hakira, and you say to them, don't you understand that Dine Nefarsh is very different than Dine Mamanis? What do you mean? What's the difference? By Dine Mamanis, Adamus Mamanis is Kabra like. You give them money and you pay and you're done. But Dine Nefarsh is Dummer Dam Zerosa, Chulim Bad Saif Oilam. But the Dine Nefarsh is, you can't just give money and you're done. No, you're not done. The, the person who died, his children, his descendants forevermore, they're all no longer going to be here because of what your action was. She came Matsin with Kain Shahar Gas Achiv, right? Kain kills Heva. And what did the public say? The May Achicha Tiakim Elamino Adama. What should it have said grammatically? Right? What should it have said grammatically? Should have said what? Enayamadam Achicha. Doesn't say the blood of your brother. It says the May Achicha, which sounds like what? The bloods of your brother. What do you mean, the May Achicha? It's just Heva who died. Says the Mishnah. No, Dalmai Vidam Zerayasav. It's all of the descendants of, of Hevel are no longer going to be because of you, kind. That's what means the Me'achich. You can't just give them money. You can't just, it's not easy to get a kapar like this. It's much more complicated. You have generations and generations forevermore that are now no longer going to exist because of you. 
like you destroy the whole world. And that's what the famous one everybody knows, right? Whoever helps to survive a Jewish person as if he was Mikhaim a whole world. And I ask you, is that is that the lesson that one should be taking out from this, from this Mishnah? Look, I just quoted to a Mishnah. If you destroy one Jewish person, it's like you destroy the world, because all of his descendants, and if you help one person, it's like you made the whole uh, generation of all of them survive. What's the problem with this mission? If we're talking here about Cain and Heaven, Cain and Heaven are not Jews. Why are we saying call him a kaim nefesh agas miyisrael? Why does they call him a kaim nefesh? Call him a kaim nefesh agas boilam. Why is this Jewish? Like, you know the famous line, right? So what's the price of tea in China have to do with the Jews? Everything. Right? Elephants in the jungle? What does that have to do with it? Everything. So always the question is, how does it relate to the Jews? Why does it always have to relate to the Jews? Kain and Hevel are regular the people who are not Jewish. One killed the other. And we say, So the lesson should be as What's Why is he strong? This to me, again, seems to suggest that something deeper, not just but that within Chazal, we're seeing a difference ontologically between Jews and non-Jews. We have a Mishnah. Um, the Mishnah here is in the Dharma. The Mishnah says, if somebody says, Koinam she'ani nene la'arelem. So he says, I'm not having any hana from the arelem. So what's he allowed to have hana from? He says, I'm not going to have any hana from arelem. The Allah is, he's allowed to have hana from arelem who are Jewish people. And he's not allowed to have hana from Aurelim, who are non-Jewish people, or Moyalim, who are non-Jewish people. What do you mean? Says the Mishnah. If somebody says, that I'm going to have no Anna from the Mulim, so then also be early Israel. He's also have Anna even from Jews who are not Gemal. But But even though he said he's not going to have Anna from those who are Gemal, he's not allowed to have Anna even from Everything Mila. Why is that? Because we want to know what it means in Aurel, and Aurel is a non-Jew. says that all the non-Jews are And the Jewish people have a stopped up heart. They have the foreskin of the heart is not removed. We have a Pasuk in Shmuel by Dovon is going to kill Goyath. The Jewish people, how does Dovon refer to Goyath? And we have another Pasuk that tells us there. That is to say, the Mishnah is teaching us that a non-Jewish person, he has a brismila, he's still called an Aram. 
a Jewish person, they didn't have a risk meal, they still called them all. Not technically in the sense of Karb Pesach or whatever, other things, but every non-Jew is called an Aral, every Jew is called a Mol. Says Rashi. This is Rashi in, in, in the Dar. So what does it mean? All, all Gemal people are called Arelim. And Arelim is Israel. And Arelim who are Jews is They are considered Gemalim, even though they're practically, technically Arelim. How could it be you got a situation like that? How could it be you have a Jewish person to not have a Bismillah? Let's say his brothers, right? Two brothers who who died from a wrist. You don't give a wrist to the third brother. So what we're saying, and, and the Ran here points out that what we're saying is something fundamental. What we're saying is the kula filamulam mikri arelam. Even the goyim who are gemalat are called arelam. Kikol hagoyim arelam. The Pasuk tells us that all non-Jews are called arelam. Where did this start? Where did this start, this notion? This notion, I think, as we pointed out from Shemar Chaim, Adam Atim Krim, Adam, I think has another source. And I think that this source is another Gemara in the Bamas. Gemara tells us, Omar Rabbi Yecham, Shemar Shemar Chaim. Kol Ro All the good that the non-Jews do is like bad by the Jews. Hisham Lecham Mitzadabra, Miyakim Hashem tells love and now let us talk to Yaakov. We don't want even your blessings. Just keep your mouth shut. Don't say anything. We're not interested in your brachas. Obviously, we don't want your calls, but we don't, we don't care about your brachas. Not helpful to us. Everything that you do is going to be bad for us. So, I understand that. But why not? What they're doing negative is that some sort of a zuama that they're placing with the Jews, and therefore even their tovananim. What does it mean, the zuama? Here we get to a famous Gemara. Here's many places. Also, the Gemara says, Alright, so now there's a coming. Rabbi Yechon is coming to explain the part that he quoted from Shemayachai, which is that anything that's done by the tova. Of the non-Jews is rohi etos tzadikim. It's bad by the it's bad by the by the um, uh, any of the type of the rishon is bad by the tzadikim. Um, and Rabbi Yechon has come and explain it by using what he says very famously. What happened in, in Aden? What happened in the beginning of time? Of recorded time? When the nachash had relations with Kava. He put in some sort of a zuama, some sort of a negative energy, negative spirit. Jewish people stood at Sinai. So the zuama, this sort of negative energy, this negative spiritual field, disappears. Disappears. That negative energy, that spiritually deleterious energy that they possess from the sin, Persists. They didn't have an event to take it away. There was no harsina. This perhaps can explain some of the understanding of the distinctions and the differences between what we are considering the Jewish people as being the Adam 
and the non-Jews as not being within the class of Adam. And how Rashi could say, for example, the Alma. Here's a Ravid. The Ravid is arguing with the Rambam. The Rambam says like this. This is in in uh, in in uh, the halachas of Shabbos that so many parak based in. The Rambam says that shkitas nachri nevela. If a guy it's a nevela. Umetame b'masa. The affiliate Yisrael oimid al gabbam shachab desak and yafa shkita karoi. So you have a Jew, his hand is hurting him today. He's shaking. So you ask the non-Jewish guy to shak the animal. He's standing right there. He made sure the knife, the chalaf is perfect. And the non-Jewish shechting, and he's not having the shake. He's doing a perfect job. He does shkita karoy. Says the Rambam, shkita snachin nevelu matam b'matzah. The Philly Israel, I'm in Algaba. I'm shocked with Zach and Yafa. Shkita karoy. It's not. It's not a kosher. It's a nevelu. And to matam b'matzah. Echad anachi ve'echad akusti. I get toishav shkita from the veil. Let's make a difference. Who we're talking about here? I get toishav. It's anachi. It's akusti. It's everything. Whatever. It's all this. All other. Right, as we pointed out, a Gertoshev is the highest level. Right? A Gertoshev is somebody who's Makabal to Zion Mitzvah. Right? We're not actually Makabal Gertoshev today because Gertoshev is only known by Yehudah. So we can't actually be Makabal Gertoshev today, but you have a whole group of people in America, I believe maybe around the world, I don't know exactly. They're called Noahides, right? They want to be Makabal to Zion Mitzvah. The question is, this is a tangential point. I referenced this actually this past Friday night. I didn't get into it. Chazanish has a long arichus on this point. He asked, one second. So we're not Makabal Gertosha today because you have a So let's say somebody's a guy, he wants to be Makabal Zaymet. Right? Let's say Makabal Zaymet is in front of three people and he makes a bedroom, which is how some say you have to do in order to be Gertosha. In other words, some say maybe you just accept the part of the seven mitzvahs. You don't need to have a bedroom. Some say no, you need to have it in front of a bedroom. But either way, today you can't have the din of Gertosha because no Yovel is being naik. Says the Chazanesh. So does that mean then that the rules don't apply? In other words, the rules that we say that don't apply to Gertosha. For example, the Pasuk by Gertosha, you're supposed to be Mechayim, you're supposed to help them out. They're allowed to live in your country. But the way this came up in our topic on this past Friday night was a lav in the Torah, two lav in the Torah, parashat mishpatim, loy. Who does it apply to? Right? So the position of Rashi that applies only and the position of the Ravid only applies to Zayin Amin. According to the Chinuch, it applies to the Zayin Amin and to any Ravdik above. But according to the Ram, we understood by the Kath of Mishnah and others, perhaps the Ram is suggesting that it's not just applying to the Zayin Amin, not just applying to Ravdik above, but also applying to any other non Jew that isn't a but when practically today, you can't be a Gertosha. So if you take this to the nth degree, perhaps and then that would mean that you wouldn't allow any non-Jew to live in the land. You can't say that. Because when do you say you only say if the person's a Kaifer. Right? If the person's going to do something that's against the Jewish religion, against the, what we consider norms of society. He's going to do against the seven mitzvahs. So the person is totally doing Zion mitzvahs. He is 100% a moral person. He's just technically in, unable to become a Gertosha because it's not Neig anymore. So obviously, he wouldn't say Penyachatiwa is the holy. The fear of the Yeshiva Artsakha 
is only pen yachatiyu eschali. They don't pen yachatiyu eschali. They don't have the lav v'leyeshu, and if you would have the lav v'leyeshu for him, therefore it would be mutter to have such people residing in the beers. It wouldn't be a violation of the lav, even though they're not garitoshim. In any event, what does the rabbi here say? The rabbi, the rabbim paskin that you cannot make a shkitek shera with a guy who's trained, who has the perfect kal, who's being watched over by a Jewish shaykhin, who's an expert, such a shkit is not kosher, even if a ger is not kosher. It's a nevela, the time of months. The karay ve'enai, says the Rambam. This is when the Rambam doesn't have 100% approval. He uses different lashonas to let you know. The karay ve'enai, says the Rambam, sha'av zeh midivrei that this is also from the rabbinic legislation, right? says the rabbi. This is one of his thoughts. And there is no thought of the rabbin that is less worthy than this. This is the worst of his thoughts. There isn't a worse thought of Maimonides than hiding here in Hezbo Sharabites and Tumma and Paragrades. Like, who even knows about it? Now, here's the rabbi telling you this is the worst thought of Maimonides. Now, you're hearing it today. What was the worst thought of the Rama? That he said that the, the Shrita was in the Tama of Maimonides and Abela. And you should know it's Karad Be'enai that is also be different. What's hiding these words? That's so terrible that the rabbi unearthed them. And said, This is Mamish, the most of the Rambam. What was it? Was this? Says the, says the Raven. The non Jews are like Behemoth. Behemoth, Taman. They cannot be anything. They're comparable to donkeys. What the Where is the Rambam coming from? Hey, Goyim, Kamar, believe. And anyone who thinks that they are anything, you hear the lashon? Anyone who thinks that they are anything is He is like you know harvesting the wind, right? Somebody who harvests the wind. What's he harvesting? Nothing. Says the Ravid. The Ramam is saying that there's a summa here. That it's a different story for him. What is he talking about? If an animal did shita, is the animal that it checked? If let's say the cow, he's having to fight with another cow. Somehow he knows how to use a knife. He's an expert cow. He was trained. He takes his knife and he goes to Betsy, right? And he's out there. She's Elsie, Betsy, whatever, whichever. You know, there's a cow fight, and one cow takes a knife and does an expert shita. The 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 mashkiach, and he's like, wow, this is amazing. And he does a shkita. Is the cow that it shafted got to be kosher? No. We can all agree on that. But is the cow that's now geshafted, is that cow coming? Is it metam of a mazo? It's an absurd. It's absurd. A cow shafted another cow. We say, wow, that should be something for the circuit. But we're not going to say that it has any halachic implications of Tumba Vataira. It doesn't become an avail. It's a joke. It's insane. It should be in the circus. We should take video and send it around on the YouTube channel. That's what we should do with it. But we are not going to say it's an avail. 
It's with Hama Masa. We're not going to say it's Kormi Lai. Maybe we did be safer. That's why it's a Pukus. Do you understand what the Ramam has slipped in here into the Hilcha Shavit at What he slipped in is something that we got to come back to, which is very much our people too. If they do a good Shkita, it's not going to work as our Halakha says no. But it has implications. And those implications are that the rabbi said it's Tameh. It's an Avela, it's Matama Bamasa. This, says the rabbi, is what's dangerous. What's dangerous is not the halacha about the shechita. What's dangerous is what his view is of the non-Jew. That's what the danger is. And that's why he is, in his typical, very coarse way, going after the idea that, what are you talking about? It's like an animal doing shechita. And whoever's thinking, whoever is choshev lahem l'klum, is being oisif ruach b'chafana. I see we're almost done over here. And we didn't get into some of the juicy things I wanted to get to today. We'll have to wait for next week. We will continue on these on these uh, other ideas. Before we get to the Ramam, we still have two more things to do. We have to do the Ramam's position is going to be huge. And all those that follow the Ramam, and we have to finish up on this position, and we have to talk about the Goyim learning Torah. That's going to be like Usr or like the Okay, sure.